So everybody, welcome back to the Quality Piles podcast, and we've got a we've got a special guest on the line. We've got the Don, who is going to give doing? us a little more insight into what's going on in the U.S. politics right now. So, uh, in honor of the Don being here, we've uh, pulled up our favorite news article uh, from last week: Rudy Giuliani's voter fraud witness, the crazy SNL person. Uh, so anyway, but with uh, with that in mind, what we were hoping is, so Don, can you give us the executive summary on what's going on in the U.S. right now? What are the uh, what's what's happening with Trump? What are his odds of actually overturning this thing? Does he does he have a chance? Is he getting in front of the Supreme Court? What's what's the best of the best? All right. So right now, it's basically the the uh, what's happening is based on where you get your news, right? So basically there's two realities one is biden's in and that's it and trump's just going through the death throes to placate his voter base you know to show that he fought um and if he doesn't get it then you know that's that that's what they think anyways that's that and that uh, he gave it his all right that's the one side theory um and they truly believe it now you have the other side and they truly believe this too that you know it was rigged to high heaven um and that Trump is going to going to win in the end. He's going to overturn it somehow. There's multiple different ways that um, they believe he could do it, and every different way has a different you know probability of happening. Uh, in the end, nobody really knows because, as I said, it's like the fog of war. You, there's so much misinformation, so much fake stuff, so much that you just don't know. Um, but basically, the way that you can look at it right now is there's a few states that are pretty close to maybe flipping and if if one of them flips if it happens or at least if one of them ends up not certifying um in december i believe it's the 14th if one of them does not certify that's the first domino and that's all it takes because the states are pretty much afraid to to be the first to do it um now of course if you're watching you know the mainstream media the stuff that everybody's watched forever that they you know the average person trusts because they don't really dig any deeper um it would seem that everything's fail everything's failing everything's falling apart all these cases are getting tossed out and it's true these cases are being tossed out there's like 35 or 40 now i don't know that are being tossed out but what these people don't understand is that it was never meant to be adjudicated in these lower courts um in fact if it was adjudicated in these lower courts and the case went their way it would be overturned or at least it would be escalated by the opposing side immediately the end game is the supreme court always has been so every single one of these cases uh it's just going to take one or two to get up to the supreme court to set a precedent now the funny thing is is that the four justices that just that uh, trump had put into place um they just happened to be in line with the states that need to flip in order to bring him over 270 electoral votes. Um, and they're going to be the ones that essentially determine whether or not to take the emergency cases. And then, of course, it'll be voted on upon uh, by the whole Supreme Court. But that's just one avenue. That's just one avenue. And I mean, if you were to ask anybody, it'd be, it probably doesn't look too good right now. So when you look at the actual process, so you're going from, so, so how does it work in the different layers of government? So you have to go through the legislative which is so, or, or or do you actually go in front of the legislative? So like your your Congress people and all that, and then you go up to the judiciary, or is it the other way around? Well, so this is the thing. Um, in fact, U.S. politics and U.S. law is so complicated and it's it's quite old that the precedents that are set, not everybody agrees upon. Um, so, for example, it is believed, at least by the Trump team, that the legislators. And the legislature can ultimately determine whether or not um, to send electors and what type of electors to send. So hypothetically, even if, for example, let's say Biden won a state, right, and everything was legitimate and there was no hint of voter fraud whatsoever, the legislatures could essentially send Trump um, electors and that state could still go to Trump. Uh, now, of course, that would be wildly unpopular and there would be probably a lot of um, legal, I guess, ramifications after that if it was to happen. And no, it's not happened, at least on a wide scale level before. So if it was to happen, uh, nobody really knows what the hell would happen. So would it, would it be overturned? Would it happen? You know, what would happen there? Um, the judiciary doesn't really have a say when it comes to who becomes president. Um, 
at least on a state level, they might determine different laws and different policies on how voting can occur, but they they have no say. And the reason why the legislature is the one that was determined to be uh, the deciding factor in the end for such a low-level court uh, is because it's believed, at least back in, in the papers written in the 1800s by Alexander Hamilton, that they were the closest level, the closest layer of government to the people, right? So they were not highly elected officials. They hadn't had a long due in, in politics. They were, were the first line of defense for the people. Um, so they're pretty much going to have the big say. Right now, it's looking like, I believe it was Wisconsin and Georgia, and as of today, possibly Arizona, um, could be the first ones. Now, Georgia last night had a video that came out that was pretty damning. I mean, they can try and spin it all they want. But it showed a bunch of people being shooed out. You may have heard, if you followed on election night, there was a water main break at one of the um, the vote counting locations in Georgia. Yeah, that's right. Around 1030, right? And then they sent everybody home. Well, it turns out they had um, CCTV cameras set up recording everything. And so as soon as these people were exited, they pulled out all these hidden votes, all these hidden ballots from underneath a table. Um, now, they called it in their suitcases, but that's just how the ballots actually arrive in that state. They look like suitcases, but it, well, it's before that's you, normal. Before we go on, where could we find this video so we can we can all see this together? Uh, okay. I watched it live um, on the live stream. Um, now, okay, so this gets into a whole other thing. There's <laughs> more censorship going on now than there has ever been in human history, at least in the West, um, during these last two months. And it's because the people that are, if this, I firmly believe it was rigged. So the people that were rigging it, in my opinion, um, you know, allegedly, they, I believe that they, uh, I believe that there's a lot of people involved and it includes mainstream media, it includes social media, it includes IT company, tech companies, um, big tech, YouTube. So let me see if I can find it. Can we just find like one decent picture of Giuliani too? Okay. Look at every, all these articles. Oh, Jesus so that is a screen cap right there that you're oh, looking there we go. at. Okay. Oh, yeah, well, I think so the on best, the bottom best right pick here. of Giuliani is when he's melting. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so everybody's left and you have to see the context beforehand because they waited till everybody left. And these are the last people remaining now. And that, so that black table that you're looking at at the bottom in the center, mm -hmm. that was rolled in at 830 in the morning and it was just left there. And then they started pulling out all these ballots. Now, so those see the two people with the yellow shirts, and yeah. then to the left, the lady with the purple. Oops. Yeah. Right. So um, each one of those is a vote tabulation machine. Each one of those can count between, well, the the average amount that they count would be three thousand ballots an hour. Mm -hmm. um, now that is in perfect condition. So uh, it's between two and three. Right? So we can hypothesize and say 2,500 ballots an hour. There's three machines, and they were left to their own devices for about two hours, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, now, that state, Biden only won it by, I don't, you might want to be able, if you could pull this up, I can't remember the exact number. Um, it was like maybe 14,000 votes or something at the state of Georgia. Well, yeah, so Georgia results right 13, here. 13,000, so, yeah. 12,000 votes. So this is a single precinct. This is one individual precinct that we're looking at here. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's in Atlanta, and so you're saying they so, could have hammered in five or six thousand votes in those more. two hours. Let's just yeah. round it. Let's say nine thousand votes for the machine per hour. That's eighteen thousand votes. So they that were, single they were, they were pumping in nine thousand votes a machine. No, sorry. So as I said, three thousand votes a machine an hour. There's three machines. Yeah. Right, and they ran for two hours straight gotcha. during this so-called um, water main leak. Now. Oh, let me ask you, like for the water main, like, so we clearly see it on uh, uh, video there. Uh, any word on Homeland Security and check it in? Like I know they're checking in on uh, Martha and Bill about the water main break when they're going to Florida uh, that we were talking about last episode. Uh, no one checked in, double checked this water main break, or uh, where did, what's going on there? Yeah, it's strange, eh? So I mean, uh, just for our listeners who maybe you know need to go back and listen to our last episode, we were talking about. Uh, 
folks from Canada going across the border, giving a bullshit story about uh, having a, a, a pipe burst in their home and actually getting kicked out of the country um, once they got to Florida um, w- with Homeland Security at their door. But we have this giant water main leak, um, you know, while they're counting votes. And it just seems like it didn't get very much attention. I mean, we're putting a lot of resources into, uh, you know, retired tourists from uh, from Canada. But w- what happened here, boys? Well, like, uh, and again, we're not experts. Don, great for No, I'm not us. an expert. I just spend way too much time on this. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, you're, you're our closest thing to an expert there. But I mean, okay. right, right there, like, this, everything just sounds too fishy. I, well, I the thing you need to understand is that, like, I'm fully aware that, um, I'm fully aware that right now it's considered essentially by most people and, and using the word mainstream, I guess, but most people in the mainstream that it, it's just a conspiracy, just like some kind of conspiracy theory. You have the crazy right wing nutters that are unable to let go of the fact that, you know, Trump lost the election, all this stuff. But I mean, come on, you it's like it's like 1984. Don't believe what you see. Don't believe your own eyes. Like We see well, this. But I'll tell you something. No, no. Wait, wait, one one quick thing, though. Uh, in the States, like popular vote does not win the election. So if we go well, back to the, Georgia, no, if we country, go back, it does in the state. Yeah, but if we go back, oh, it does in the state. Yes. Oh, it's not by county. Like, because if we go well, to the Georgia map and everything like that, like it's popular vote by state. That's. Yeah, oh, yeah. So basically what it is is the popular oh. vote in the country. So you got to take a, a look back at, you know, American history. It's not like a lot of other countries. Every every single state is pretty much its own country in a sense, in, in a very broad sense. It's it's so basically what happened was um, during the unification of the states to become the United States, um, one of the agreements was you would essentially send electors from each state based on how many people resided in that state. And the reason why they didn't do a popular vote across the whole country, now this is archaic. Um, in today's day and age, maybe a popular vote might be a good idea. I don't know. There's different arguments for that. But um, for example, if you had a very populous state, they could send, and everybody was concentrated in a single location, especially when the country's forming, right? Everybody's probably concentrated on the East Coast after coming in from Europe. Mm-hmm. So if you had a single state that could essentially determine policy for the entire country just because they had more people, even though the rest of the country had wholly different ways of living, uh, that wouldn't have been that wouldn't have worked. So what they did was they said, okay, well then we'll divide it up. Every state gets a set amount of electors based on a set amount of people, and that ratio is held across the entire country. Now, every single state has its own right on how to present those electors. So some states might, you know, put forth electors one way, and other states might do it different. For example, New Hampshire and I believe. Um, Nebraska, they can actually split their electors. So in most states, it's winner take all. But in those states, you can actually get different districts. I believe that's it. I can't remember the right term, but you can actually get different districts. But anyway, so now when you go down into the state level, like we're looking at here, um, what they do is they break it down by different districts, uh, just because it's based on on population levels, zoning. Of course, you can have you have people deal with. Uh, I forget what the term is, but basically redistricting in order to get the perfect amount of people in it that you want. Um, I can't remember the name of that term. It'll come to me. Gerrymandering. Gerrymandering. Yes, that's what it is. Um, But it is based on the popular vote for the whole state. So that's wild because like we're looking at this map right here and this is clearly it shows what everyone knows, like uh, cities tend to vote great. Yeah, and yeah. rural areas are Republican. Like, that's mm-hmm. just standard. But I had no idea that it's not based on the county level. It's based on the popular vote per state. Like, that's... I mean, it it, it kind of is in a sense that... I mean, that doesn't make like... sense because you're, like, you're looking at Georgia and, like, mm-hmm. look at Georgia. Like, that's all red except for the cities, essentially. Like, yep. in my mind, I'm looking at that, like, Trump won Georgia. Like, the majority of Georgia... But where's the population, Trump. right? Yeah, but that's... Just, exactly. Right. Yeah. Where are these people? So you have to remember a lot of rural voters tend to be a bit more conservative. And so number two. So those videos that uh, you're talking about there, Don, and them rolling them out from under the table. I don't know. Is that where they keep all these the uh, the voting? Bo- like, I know they're not suitcases. They're like clearly just the ballot boxes. Like, are those ballot boxes not always kept under the table? Like, where would they be kept alternatively? 
So like, just if don't you know, look like, at, if you watch, so in order for you to get the context of the whole situation, you'd have to watch about an hour of that video, yeah. and, which obviously we're not going to do. No. Um, but I did. So uh, I watched a bit more. That's that. I watched it as they were, Yeah, I was <laughs> presenting it live, <laughs> watching it as they're presenting it live, and um, they were keeping a lot of the ballots in these boxes lined up along the wall. Now there is also a statute in Georgia um, where it makes it illegal, flat out illegal, to count votes if you're witnesses and your watchers are not there they exited those watchers and then they counted so whether those are legitimate votes or not and they there's a very good chance well, don't they have don't so they the act itself vote? was illegal that they were the doing was illegal, the whether they were real votes or not yeah but don't they have like those paper vote like i'm assuming like they're voter counting machines they're paper votes aren't those votes still there like just go verify it like that that's it problem solved go go check your work it's that I mean, simple, I guess isn't it depends it? on how you look at it. There is a reason. So it's, it is in the United States Constitution um, that, or at least an element, of, I'm not very versed on the United States Constitution. Now, this is something where I'm just going off third hand word, I guess, yep. I guess you could say. Um, but you have to be able to, every single ballot, every single party has the right that's that every single major party sorry has the right to authenticate every single ballot as it's being counted and what they're looking for essentially is to make sure signatures match make sure they weren't printed fake ballots make sure that nothing is fishy about them and they have the legal right to challenge as many ballots as they want um if these ballots are not being challenged literally anything could happen to them then you there was another witness who came on immediately after um the the witness who presented the video claiming that when she was counting ballots she had done it for years decades she was this old lady with crazy ass glasses and stuff and she had uh, she's been doing it for years she says she remembers distinctly these ballots like like if you were to, to hold a fake 20 you would know the feel of it in your hands because you've, you've held so many 20s before in your life yeah right um she knew she said these are odd the bubbles are machine filled the there's no creases in these ballots Right, but, like they still they still have the ballots. So, like you can just go back and check your work. Like that's what I don't understand. Like I know everyone in the states has always come to that. Like we're gonna watch election on election night. And I know in 2016 we got together and watched election on election night. But it, it's all bullshit because it's not official. It's just literally the Super Bowl for news networks. Like that that's all it is. Like they're gonna make money. And this year they found a way to turn the Super Bowl into a seven-day event because everyone in the States and we up here in Canada, we're watching some form of news network all the time for seven days. It's just always on and they're just pumping cash and ad revenue and like good, good for them for doing that because they convince people that it's normal to find out who won the election on election night. It's not normal because you, you'll you never actually know because they won't count anything. What I don't understand, like I always play devil's advocate, like I'm always, and I, like I'm an optimist, like there, I'm always there on the side, like there's no voter fraud. But in this case right here, and you're showing this and like, oh, there are all these ballots that are they're fake or whatever. Just check the work. Like, can we not just check the work? Like, and I think that's, that's kind of the problem, right? Because when you, because what that's what they wanted to do in Georgia, I think is a good example of that, where they went back and they did a recount. But yeah. the issue when you do a recount is you just you're just checking like, okay, what what's filled on the ballot, and you're just rerunning yeah. it basically, or, or you have the people checking it, but you're not actually auditing. And the, the reason why you want to audit that's is you want to make sure exactly. you have like confirm the identity. Confirm that the ballot was correctly filled out, you know, signed, sealed, delivered, all that good stuff. That wasn't done. Fingerprints exist. Like if there is this giant conspiracy and it's machine punched and stuff like that, DNA testing, number one, exists. Fingerprints exist. Just go samples like some of these like really crisp voter ballots. And if you're really that worried about it, just test a bunch of them. And if it's not different pieces of DNA, then like, there you go. You got voter fraud. Bam. Once these ballots are counted, yeah. they don't just sit in order in this pot, neat little pile of the ballots that have been counted. Um, after everything is done, they're they're essentially stored away in what is practically a random order. So there's no actual way to monitor it or to, to verify which ballots exactly were counted at that time frame there, there's no way that's true because it's not there's no way a machine like that can like you're saying counts three thousand ballots an hour is not neatly stacking them because you couldn't fit that many ballots into the machine unless there's just well, some the machine stack. the ballots don't go in the machine and stay there well, is there some sack at the back imagine of the machine? It, no imagine it like a printer so the ballots go in 
Um, so, okay, imagine, let's say, like, um, a printer-scanner like, combination. You know, with the, when with, they feed out the top. Yeah, but with a printer-scanner, like, you, it's all co- uh, collated properly. Like, it goes in one side, and, like, the OCR technology scans everything, processes the data, and puts it out in a nice, neat pile. It, it, this is just, you're telling me it's just in a giant bin at the bottom, like a shredded bin? <laughs> Uh, to what, be honest with you, I couldn't tell you. Well, that'd be convenient. This, but this oh. is, so this, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Like, I'm looking at, like, that picture that you got right there, and I'm I'm eating my words here. Like, that looks like a giant just shredded bin. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, it's a well, dumpster, bud. Dumpster fire. Well, what? <laughs> oh, hey. I like that. I might save that's that. That's great. That's, yeah, yeah, that's a quality pile right there, boys. Oh, that um, is a quality just pile. Just a quick note on uh, just going back on something that we were talking about, about conspiracy theory, theorems and all this shit, and people, you know, just saying that people are crackpots believing this. You know, I was just listening to, a, I listened to a lot of podcasts, boys, and I listened to a little bit of, of our, our good friend Hillary Clinton on one this week, and she was talking about uh, Russian interference uh, like it was factual, and uh, the people on the podcast who were running it were just agreeing with her. And I'm like, so if that was Trump talking about that, would we not be saying that he's a crazy oh, yeah. bastard and stuff? Crazy. Like, so we wait. We're supposed to believe that even though they investigated that and found no interference, that they can keep well, saying that, and they've been saying that for years. Well, and uh, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right. Yeah, you can fact check me in a second. One second. <laughs> and so they can say that or whatever, right? And uh, and it was totally a believable story. And maybe it's true, maybe it's not. We you know maybe to a degree it is, whatever. Um, but so we're supposed to believe that. But we can't believe that people in the actual country can affect the election, and that and that you're crazy if you believe that. Oh, I'm not so, saying that either one no, is wrong. I'm just saying you have to acknowledge that it's possible. Oh, of course, and I, I do acknowledge Absolutely. that it is po- like 100% it's possible. I just like I in the in this case I love playing devil's advocate. Like I'm always going to be an optimist, and like people have the best intentions when I know that for a fact that's not like crime exists in, in every sense, and corruption exists, and like that's just literally corruption makes the world go round like it, i guess your, your position is that it's not big enough it's not widespread enough to actually have an effect is that what yeah. you believe that that's what i want to believe and okay. i will believe i think it's that. a little naive but yeah of course but i will believe that until i'm proved differently and like something like this well, that's fair. where exactly like this video of a bunch of people like oh we can't count any votes because there's a water main break but then they count votes that's crazy to me. Like well, that's fishy. Was, I mean, like you that's can't, very they, fishy. That's you can't definitively fishy. say they're doing they they did it intentionally, but I mean, it'd be kind of silly to not say that, you know? No, like I mean, like come on, like it's just okay if you're gonna evacuate everyone because you can't count because there's water main break. Great, then stop counting every single thing and put it on a lockdown and start it again once the water main is fixed. Don't just let five people just sit around uh, and count votes. Like that's crazy to me. That's crazy. Like. No one cares that much. Like, just just stop. Because the... And it could be just, like, a shitty manager. Because, like, people who are in charge of these voting things are volunteers. Or, vo- like, volunteers and people who get hired. Like, I'm like we're up here in Canada. Like, every year around election time, there's a huge push by the government. They hire thousands and thousands of poll workers. But they can just be uh, literally... Canada's elections are fairly well done, though. Like, we have oh, a yeah. lot of safeguards in place. We use paper 100%. ballots. We use voter ID. Yeah. Like that, and that brings me to another topic. In the U.S., they, there's so much pushback by, and this is why, you know, it, it, I guess it's it's too easy to say one party's corrupt and the other one's pristine, but which is obviously bullshit. The the thing is, is that they're both essentially corrupt. The issue is, is that the Democrats essentially run everything. The Democrats are the they are the party in the U.S. They, they Republicans the for the longest time have essentially been controlled opposition. And nothing more than that. And then you have Trump come along, and it's why they hate him so goddamn much. It's because he was actual opposition, and they hadn't been used to that for a long time. Yeah. you know. And their plans go out the window when you have someone who actually stands up against them. So there was so much on the line this year for them to get him out. Four more mm-hmm. years of Trump stopping yeah. and stymieing their their plans and, and it's not just the democratic party it's not just this one little part well not little this one party in the u.s that's doing all this it is fairly coordinated amongst a lot of global leaders that kind of have the same vision for how the world should be 
-hmm. And now that could, now I'm not saying they're evil, which is ridiculous. It's not based on good and evil. It could be an element of corruption, like you say, but I think it's more just, they have a very fundamentally different view on how the world should be and what would be best for everybody. They think they know what's best for everybody. They think that if if we just went along with it, we would all be happy. Problem is, you can never get everybody to agree, agree on something. Never. And, never. You know, I don't believe personally myself that they have the right vision for the future. It's very dystopian, very sterile. And most people would not enjoy that. It's very controlled. It's basically government is God and you obey, basically. And But, and, but what you're saying right there, like, Based on what? Like, it's just uh, I, like I, I hear this argument so much uh, and I I just don't see people coming out and, and saying these things. Like, it's just COVID I would agree with the Sorry? COVID. The reaction to COVID has been the best example, the best distillation of the ideology. Yeah. It just imagine it now. So. For example, they there was I don't remember who it was. I don't have a source for you. I don't have anything. It was just something that I read in my travels yeah. on the internet, and basically all it said was that it was I believe it was someone on Twitter, one of the blue checks, um, that they think it would be a very good idea for us to take the type of response we've had to COVID with lockdowns, right. um, shutdowns, things like that, and use it to stop um, climate change. So put, put um, lockdowns and and um, prevent people from driving after certain times, um, make it illegal to use specific products at certain times, things like that. And you have to understand that what is going on with look how quick people were willing to give up their personal freedoms for safety. Oh, 100 percent. It, it's like but... 9-11 all over again. And, but on a I've, massive, massive scale. Like, Did you guys see that map of China um, when they locked all the way down the difference in, in like, the pollution? Yeah, China yeah. of the the pollution and shit. Did you see that they showed the heat map of like mm-hmm. when they're normally running at full tilt to when they were locked down? And yeah, uh, yeah it definitely helped helps with that argument for those the climate change well, folks, right? I think the yeah. way that I look at this is like if you're running a large multinational business, like say you're like the CEO of Walmart, for instance. Like, what's your objective as a CEO of Walmart? So bottom line, yeah, exactly. It is money. And it's really, it's like, how do I, how do I get as much money into my shareholders pockets as possible? That's the bottom line for them. So the way you do is either you sell more. Well, in, in, in the short run, perhaps, but in the long run, I think it does. Cause I, and, and, and it's even not even a a matter of COVID. Cause if you look at it more broadly as in like, say COVID never happened. If how do you increase like how does that CEO get more money to his shareholders? Either he sells more or he uh, he lowers his expenses. So when you look at government policy and you look at federal policy that's being driven by someone like Trump, who's a nationalist rather than a globalist, so he's gonna he's costing that business more money. He's it's, it's so for me like I don't look at it like especially when the Don says yeah it's, when the Don says you know like it's it's. You know, there's a lot of people implicated in this process, and it's it's not so much that they're all you know a bunch. Of, it's like on The Simpsons, you know, they're all you know, gathering <laughs> in a fire, a big dark yeah, table. in a room oh. in a dark table singing a song. Like it's not like that. It's just all these people who are going towards the same direction and need the same policy the to go through. That happens to align exactly. That's right. And they just need the same policy to go through. And so that's the way they're all they're all kind of going. So they're doing whatever they can from their perspective. So, oh, I got to give 10 million dollars to this Biden guy who's sleeping all day to, to avoid that happening. Sure. Fine. No problem. Biden, oh, you know what? That reminds me. We, so um, you should look up. Let me see if I have it here. I don't know if I sent it to you guys. Biden last night, I believe, on uh, CNN. Yeah. was said to Kamala during during the during the uh, interview he was asked what would you do if you had a fundamental difference uh, of opinion he said i would say that i got some disease and resign or something and she looked pissed like you, you just told them our secret Where, hmm. okay, so i'm trying to, i gotta find it you gotta find this there's no way there's no way he'd say something like that okay well Watch maybe it. he's he's 80 Watch. years old or he's almost 80 years old he's like, i i don't understand that like you're electing someone who you really wouldn't even let drive the car to the family events. This is like, we got grandpa, like, no, fuck that. Like, grandpa, you think Biden really got, what, 14 million more votes than Obama, the most popular president 
Yes. It was, it was quoted yes. down there and, by and, his and, face. And you know Not why? Possible. I Nope. Okay, well, how many more votes did Trump get this election than his last election? Like, the voter turnout in this election compared to other ones has been amplified tenfold, and the attention to it is tenfold because of this fear-mongering, because of, I need to sell views on my website, the I need to sell up. The votes Voting was up. There's no well, question about Beth, that. Can you, can you take a look? Uh, can you fact-check that for us uh, right now uh, before we jump over on how many votes total votes were cast in 2016 versus 2020 and then see like alternatively like what you're actually looking at in difference like okay yes of course he got more than obama and trump got 156,000 more... or 157,000 or something oh, sorry 150 million total versus the other one and then percentage wise because like inflation or whatever like voter thing oh, I had the math all... on this a while ago yeah like you need to do the math on it to see what the actual difference is because like trump got more votes than any other republican president out there like is trump the best republican president absolutely not he has like, the yeah. most fervent following oh well or does he he does, does he? people treat it like a cult it's a cult okay but i mean there's more people in 2020 than there were in 1980. You know what I, I mean? I get your argument. All I'm saying is that, so this goes back to the whole thing about your belief in voter fraud. Now, from your point of view and, and your- But look at, no, no, like look at this, look at this thing and look at that, is the red line uh, Trump's votes down, down below? Uh, what is this? Zombie? No. <laughs> no, but like if you're looking at that red line, like what's that red line there? That's total votes. Total population is blue line. Yeah, so okay. you get your total votes cast at 100, call it 137 million for 2016, 27, or sorry, 2020. You've got basically call it 160. Well, the trend line, the trend line fits. Yeah. So wait. So what? Sorry. What's the difference? I can't see this. On 137 uh -huh. versus 160 for total votes cast. Okay. So there you go. So yeah, like they're toting it as like most votes for per uh whatever he's the most popular president uh, ever elected but i mean he's not really like if you do percentage wise like i'm sure he's right on track if not less than obama was like obama did a great well who knows like i i'm just speculating uh completely here but i mean he's Does done the population such... change justify that jump like is it is it um ooh, ooh i like that conspiracy. yeah you'd have to check it's well only like six million people right what difference like legal well i guess and there's the other argument like legal people voting versus illegal people voting like 6.7 million versus dead people voting <laughs> well yeah no no but I, I mean again so. this goes yeah. back this goes okay so here's another aspect of it um this goes into the whole dominion the dominion machines now um we don't really know anything official officially definitively because one they won't show up to hearings mm -hmm. uh their people have vanished, up and vanished. Like they can't find them. Yeah, <laughs> they shuttered their buildings. Um, would you show up if you were a CEO of some company and everyone's telling you it's voter fraud and these people out there threatening to kill you? No, you're off the map. Like fuck it, I'm going to Montana. I'm living in some cabin. My name's Steve Smith, or I'm in Utah. Steve Smith. There you go. I'm a Mormon now, and this is what I. <laughs> Well, regardless. So basically, <laughs> the, the, there That's is, fun. so there's something that these machines do called fractional voting. Okay. And of course there's explanations, right? Of course, as there always is, you have to remember that I'll, I'll present these different things that I've, that I've heard, I've read up on, and I'll, I'm perfectly okay understanding that there is, there could always be a rational explanation, right? I don't just jump right to conspiracy. It's That's fraud. why you're the Don. That's why you're uh, the Don. I gotta, you gotta be rational here because you're never going to convince any level-headed person that something odd is happening unless you're willing to at least, you know, hear their point of view. And, and however, so these machines use something called fractional voting, which um, I'm not sure if people knew that prior to using it or not, but let's say 10 people voted, you would expect that there would be 10 votes, yes. but there's not. They're uploading data that has up to three decimal points. <laughs> so what? what yeah and you can fact check me on this all you want it's it's out there the thing is is the, the so this so so from that so that alone right there is a little bit shady like why why what is causing that to happen and one of the theories and now there are people with sworn affidavits and and you have to understand that an affidavit is you go to, to prison for five years if you're caught lying wait, so wait, it's basically under oath you just call it a socially distant under oath pretty much okay um 
so people have sworn, and there's thousands or hundreds of people who have sworn affidavits. I believe Rudy Giuliani said he actually has 5,000 now, but I don't know if that's accurate. Um, and, and some of these people have admitted that what they were doing was they were tallying President Trump votes at 0 0.75 and tallying Joe Biden votes at 1.25 in specific districts in the country. Wait, what, what was tallying? Like, I, so I just, there was, a, there was one I, I'm dumb. Trump. Like, I don't understand the, uh, like, I'm dumb to this issue. Like, I don't understand what's tabulating. Like, is it not just people counting? Like, is these voting oh, machines, no. like, who's entering this 1.25 so versus 0.75? Like, I it becomes quite complicated to the point where when you try and explain it, people kind of roll their eyes because they say, well, that sounds like so much work. But basically what they, it is coordinated in order for it to work. And if the fraud is legitimate, it would have had to have been coordinated. So not only would these machines be um, tabulating incorrect numbers, they would have fraudulent ballots created so it would align after the fact. Uh, so one of the main questions people have is, well, if the machine was counting this, obviously you don't have that many votes or, or the numbers won't align when you go and you do a paper count. Uh, sorry, a paper ballot count. Um, so wouldn't it just be simple just to do a paper ballot count and then fix everything? Well, yeah, in theory, but that doesn't mean that they haven't gone and adjusted these ballots or created false ballots after the fact. Yeah, well, aren't they? Well, what happens to the, like, so that goes back to the thing. Like when we were looking at those voting machines, like I thought that it would be stacked in order so you could yeah. actually fact check them. It, you're telling me it's not, it's just in a bin. I thought for sure they would have like printed something on each ballot so you could fact check each ballot to each one. Like that's a simple solution. Like get well, you know, toner. because that's that that's too smart there, Eric. Or, <sighs> it's too smart. Yeah. Um, oh my God. That doesn't this all this whole thing just doesn't make sense. Like American voting is intentionally ridiculous. I mean, the best. So again, this goes down to how deep you want to how deep you want to go down the rabbit hole because very deep. I okay, go well, then let's go. Let's go full Don here because I'm going to tell you right now. And then you can <laughs> so full Don activate. Full so what I'm going to what I'm going to present is just conspiracy theory conjecture that is flying around out there. I'm not saying that it's legitimate. I'm just saying what I've heard. There are certain parts that I think could be plausible, but then there's some that's very far fetched. So the theory is that started back in the 60s with JFK. JFK wasn't <laughs> wasn't going this. to win that year, um, and there was uh, some kind of miss, some kind of change in what I can't remember all the details that caused him to win. And since then, there has not been a legitimate election in the United States that was decided by the people. Every single election from that day has been um, manufactured, and every campaign that has been run was done to solidify that manufacturing. So basically the media, Project Mockingbird, which is something that you can look up, it is through the CIA, um, just like MKUltra, uh, basically it made the media complicit, or Operation Mockingbird, my bad, uh, basically made the, the media complicit in, in this. So people had essentially been dealing with information warfare for decades. And now we're, you look up to today. So a lot of people ask, okay, so if it's been fake this whole time, how the hell did someone they hate so much like Trump win in 2016? Yes. And that brings us to another conspiracy theory, right? Um, Russia interference was real. Okay. However, it wasn't coordinated with Trump. Uh, Russia did not want Hillary Clinton in. Okay. Um, so Why? there's a long history. I don't know too much about that to be perfectly honest with you, I know that I didn't really follow it too much, the whole thing behind Hillary. Like, I hated Hillary just because of her personality, but I didn't really know much of why Americans disliked her over the previous decades. But she had been she had been hated by conservatives for so long that pretty much nothing stuck anymore because it was just, yeah, that's Hillary. She's the devil. You know and what I mean? And I think with <laughs> Russia, just on that point with Russia, the issue they've had over the past, you know, basically since the Soviet Union fell is they've been the boogeyman for the U.S. ever basically yeah. since then. Oh, yeah. and, and so as a result of that, it's greatly hindered their growth. Because when you look at Russia, you know, I, I don't know how you guys think of it, but I think generally people think of it as like, you know, it's first to second world country, not as nice as living in Can you North America, but it's okay. But the issue in Russia is the, it's not a nice country at all. It, it, they're in really rough shape, and it's because they're under so much restriction, <laughs> trade restrictions from, from the U.S., <laughs> So I They're think when no Trump way. stepped up, when Trump stepped up, he basically, I think, said to them, or he gave them a, a silver lining or a chance to 
kind of be an equal at the, at the world stage. So in terms of quality of life for Russians, I think it, and Vladimir Putin will look at, look at that and say, absolutely. I'd be interested yeah, but look in at that because nobody else will it went, talk to us. It went down during Trump's era. Like it was higher. During well, this is okay. So like, look at that GDP track. Like that's crazy. Like, am I not reading that chart correctly? You are. Well, I don't well, think it ended up working out for him because I think Trump uh, Trump didn't actually give them the 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 kicker that I think I thought the, the uh, I think they thought they were going to get. Can Plus, you pull also up, remember uh, during that time, just quickly during that time, uh, it's also the decline in energy prices, uh, uh, gotcha. COVID yeah. and things, like, and actually even before COVID. Um, but they actually increased though, since if you look at where 2016 would be, like you yeah, guys look at the dip before then. No, no, but this is their 2018 G- GDP. Like, if you could oh, pull... Oh, I see 2018. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, got to gotta read before I speak, boys. Sorry about that. But, I mean, like, if you're looking at that, like, it's just... Like, Russia is Russia, right? And, like, this can go to a whole different level, like, uh, on people's mentalities and uh, whole cultures' mentalities versus, uh, like, tribalism. And, like, Russia is a very harsh environment. And harsh environments breed tribalism and breed honor. And, like, that's what the Russian people are about. That's what most people who grew up being not farmers and not working as a community, like people who grow up being herders and scavengers and hunters, like well, they're, they're going to travel. Like, it, 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 it is, is that, like, but it's not just that. It's the horrible living conditions under the Soviet Union. Yeah, but I mean, like even going back before that, like you go back before that, you got the Russian oligarchy, like the the Russian parliament, like it was wasn't built by the Soviet Union, it was built by the oligarchs that the Soviet Union, like everyone for, for it's also all, landmass, how far away people are causes people to band together when they're nearby. Yeah, it, it's just just tribalism, and like that's to the end of it is like Russia is strength, and Russia is the bear, like the bear, the Russian bear, the strength. You you don't it's hibernating right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she just she just hibernated. But I mean, like Russia controls energy prices in Europe, man. I, I don't know. Okay, so that, that is actually a very good point that you bring that up. So why so why was there a lot of conflict in Syria? Uh, ooh, I don't know. I, Consider so when Hillary Clinton was in and Ob- well when Obama was in, there was a lot of conflict in Syria, <laughs> basically because of the oil that was provided there, um, and and so they had. There is actually some really good videos on YouTube about this, but the um, the Syrian war that happened over there was intentional uh, by by the U.S. Um, in order to basically disrupt supply lines for oil uh, from Russia. Wait, wait, wait! No, who was consuming? Who was exporting? Like, do a little explanation. This is okay. So again, this is something that uh, let me just pull it up here. Yeah, and, and tell us what we can pull up so we can all uh, share in on this together. Like we got our viewers, our listeners here taking a look at this. Like we want to know what's going on here. Okay. Like we're going down a whole nother rabbit hole. I know. Hole. I, I meant to go down. I wanted to talk about. And this now, is uh, this is wrong why, rabbit hole here, boys. No, no, no. This is why <laughs> we have the dawn on. Like you never know where you're gonna go. Uh, well, okay, so, but see, the problem is, is if we get too far off track, you're going to go into something that I am not well versed in, and I don't want to. Okay, okay, let's let's bring it back, and uh, let's part two, the the Syria-Russia conflict. For next we can talk, I can look into that a bit more. It's something I read a few years ago. Um, okay, so coming back, coming back to a very reputable website, The Sun. Yeah, so um, <laughs> back to the old election rabbit hole. Yes. Okay, um, so 2016. Um, why, if the elections had been false for so very long, or at least manufactured for so very long, did someone they hate, like Trump, get in? Like, how is that possible? Would that yeah. just either, would it have been, does it prove that there's no such thing as election fraud? Or does it prove that, or should I say wide-scale election fraud? Should it prove that Trump is part of their plan? Um, what does it prove? Well, what it what potentially happened, at least what's believed, is that, their Dominion vote rigging system in 2016 was interrupted by a massive DDoS by Russia. So if you take a look, everybody, so the polling that they- Those machines are connected to the internet? internet. And they claim they're not. Yes, they're not supposed to be. They're not supposed to be. And they claim that they aren't, but they all are, every single one. And it tabulates the fractional voting in real time. And it also explains why there was a massive voter dump after uh, all through the the actual day, sorry, the massive voter dump happened at ten something or other. Um, no, when no, the no, like, broke. 
Yeah, but not the not the voter dump, like the reporting, like because oh, it wouldn't. Be... Yeah. Oh no, it's active through the whole day. Yep. Little, well, little how is it active through the whole day if it's not connected to the internet? Like, well, who's good doing question this? There. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. So, <laughs> so you have that, um, and, and so basically what happened was there was a if you if you ever follow any there's a so okay, take a step back here polling. The polling that you hear every day, well, Biden's up by 11 points here, Biden's up by massive, Trump has no chance of winning, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You go back to 2016, Hillary is guaranteed to win, like they were so certain. That is nothing more than a PSYOP. That is nothing more than than uh, inter information warfare on the American people. It's essentially, well, I wouldn't call it brainwashing, it's just essentially telling them the way reality is going to be. And it's why there was such a massive rejection when Trump won by pretty much everybody involved because they were stunned. They had no idea. They, they had it in the bag because they had rigged it to be in the bag, right? Hillary was going to win. Trump was going to lose. That was that. Okay. The DDoS that interrupted Dominion, right, allegedly, yeah. prevented that from happening. And the Republicans swept. They took everything. They took the House, the Senate, and Trump. The entire area now one of the main media talking points that they always like to mention is was clean no disputes no nothing and that's because there was no bullshit going on there well because after 2000 uh, yeah after 2000, 2000 yeah. and uh bv gore yeah, like, yeah exactly like yeah you those hung chats yeah you can't up. fuck it up again like uh, no that's what the uh old bev can you see what the population of cuban descent is in florida because i be i firmly believe that cuban
localized in, in a more American sense. You, you want to look in Texas. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know enough about, like, you different types of... have to research some of this I stuff about... and uh, come back around to it, eh? Yeah. This might but be... Anyway, a... so, so that was the... Basically, the, the whole thing was that they couldn't rig it in 20... Twenty eighteen was basically Democrats. They they were planning on a blue wave, right? That's what they kept. You remember everybody talking about blue yep. waves. Yep. Um, the theory is that Trump allowed them to run their system in twenty eighteen and in twenty twenty for two reasons. The theory is 2018, it was okay to lose the House because there was no way they were going to lose the Senate because the Senate was practically safe because of the different states that were up for election that year. They were yeah, done, exactly. They were because it, it's six-year versus four-year. Like, yeah. It's um, the craziest well, thing. Four-year, it, but it's... it's oh, you no, know, no, yeah, you're no. right. You're talking about individual seats. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah so it, it's just off. And so the, the Senate didn't have a problem. So if, if because... how it was monitored or anything, but 2020, the main conspiracy, the main theory is that all these lawsuits are like a magician's look over here, sleight of hand, be distracted trick, like a dog well, and pony show. Well, well, can you pull up uh, four seasons, whatever? Mm -hmm. Like, I want to go down. Doncast, we're going to call this episode the Doncast. And I think uh, we, we're going to leave a little bit of homework for our listeners too. Uh, we want you to call your local landscaping company, and we want you to book a political event. <laughs> That's all we want you to. <laughs> do. At least find out the rates. If you, uh, at least get a rate. Yeah, we're in the market. If it needs to hold at least uh, sixty-four people, and see who's going to take you up on you. All right. Oh, they'll take you up. Anyway, thanks, thanks to the listeners and um, old uh, old Rick. Why don't you play us out? Well, uh, welcome again, or thank you for joining us on the Quality Piles podcast. Uh, we'll see you later on this week with part two of the Doncast. Very special guest, the Don, joining us. Thanks again, and we'll see thank you in a couple of days.